and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have Chris, Lauren, and Steve. Hello. Hey. How are you? I'm doing alrighty. How are you? I'm good. You're hyper tonight. I, I, I had a, a an entire cupcake. I'm, I'm wondering how much coffee. Did you give him a lot of Starbucks, Lisa? <gasps> I did get him a nice coffee today. Yeah, he's, a while he's ago. jacked up on iced coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then he did have like half a cupcake, half a half a cupcake. So a he only had halves. a quarter. Is no. that did all he had? Did you need to like you know give him some protein before you give him the sugar? Oh, he did a... have chicken enchiladas. Mm. Oh, okay. so he he did eat real food, mm-hmm. but yeah. he's jacked up on something. I'm Excited. thinking he may have had more than just the one cupcake. I think maybe he hid something from you. Maybe he had a couple chocolate bars, mm. Heath bars, Steve. Nope, that's it. That's all mm. I had so far. Okay. But I'm kind of want a coffee now that you mentioned it. <laughs> I'm thinking you want decaf. Yeah. Just throw it out there. See, what they don't know, because, you know, of course, we're just now recording, is how annoying you were, like, about for, like, 20 minutes tonight. I know. While Good. we you talked know? about what we're going to do for the show. You know what, though? We did record it. No, did we? I, we deleted it already. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, if you notice in our last recording with Lee Cockrell, we closed the show, and for the first time ever... Uh, we we included our post show conversation, which wow that happens sometimes. That's awesome. I'm yeah. thinking when Chris and I are on, you never want to include. They that. never do that. <laughs> well, because we talk about wine and cats and cats drinking wine and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And dogs. Yeah, but we have to not do that because apparently some people in the Twitter universe don't like it. <laughs> that just makes me want to talk about cats more. Meow. All right, we are going to start off with some news. We haven't done news in a while. Food and wine. Oh, favorite topic. So Epcot Food and Wine Festival has added culinary adventures outside of the park. Uh, Because Epcot has grown so, Epcot has grown so much, food and wine has grown so much and become so popular, uh, Disney has now decided to start doing some culinary um, options outside the park. So they're adding about five different ones. The first one is brunch with a twist at Disney's grand Floridian. Mm. Uh, this one is five courses prepared by, um, an elite team of master chefs. You're going to get five star, five course meals. Uh, some of the chefs are going to be chef Scott Hunnell, uh, chef Lawrence Searle, uh, chef Nick Masara, Chef Noah Estabrook, and Dom, Chef Dom Filoni. And then you have executive pe- pastry chef Eric, I, I'm going to mess his name up, I apologize, Herbacek, uh, representing Victorian Alberts. So it's going to be, they're going to, the attendees are going to learn some new cooking techniques. They're going to have opportunities to ask questions while watching the chefs uh, cook their individual um Meals and the event is going to take place on October 6th from 12 to 2. The price is 169 plus tax. Uh, gratuity is not included. And then you're going to have the culinary adventures of with MasterChef. And that is going to be at the Contemporary Resort. There's four dates for that one. October 7th, 21st, November 3rd, and the 9th of November. And that's going to start at 5.30 p.m. Price for this one is going to be 259 plus tax. Gratuity will be included on this one. This one is going to be an interactive session where you're going to dine on a five-course gourmet meal at the chef's table, complete with wine pairings, and it's a three-hour experience. 
Wow. Uh, it doesn't say where it takes place, though, in the contemporary. So I'm guessing it's not in one of the actual restaurants. Wait, contemporary? Yeah, it's at the contemporary. Okay. This one's at the contemporary. The first one was at Grand. Okay. Um, the third one is the Secrets of Flavor. Mm. And this one is held at Yachtsman. Uh, Steakhouse and the Yacht Club. This one's going to be... Where's this one at? This is um, a three-course lunch. Attendees will learn how each of our five senses impact our fondness for certain foods. Mm. So it sounds like you're going to be blindfolded almost. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's three dates, September 22nd, October 20th, November 3rd, from noon to 2 p.m. The price for this one is $129 plus tax and includes gratuity. And then the last one is the behind the scenes at Trader Sam's Grog Grotto. And this is basically going to be um, learning how to mix tropical drinks, as well as a little bit of history behind the tiki themed eatery. Um, guests are going to be learning how to mix their favorite dark and light spirits into island drinks paired with unique spirits. It's going to be held September 21, September 28, October 5. Um, and October 12th from noon to 2 p.m. Price is $99 plus tax. Huh. And tickets will go on sale. Um, oh, tickets are on sale now. They just went on sale. I don't know. They sound pretty interesting. Yeah, I don't know. That's Victoria and Albert's pricing. Well, that's true, too. It depends when on you think you about yeah. it that way, that's like Club 33. To me, the the one at Grand Floridian sounds the most intriguing. Mm. Yeah. So someone will have to go and tell us what what you think. I'm not getting blindfolded. We all know that I'm too picky. Come on. Like, what are you putting in my mouth? I need to know what it is. <laughs> you get blindfolded. You put some grapes in a paper, peel some grapes, put them in a paper bag, make them stick your hand in there. Where is that coming from, that's like a Halloween That's thing. That's like what he did for prom instead of going on a date. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I just sat so home many with fun, a bag of grapes. <laughs> so many fun <laughs> things you can do blindfolded with food, I'm sure. So, yes. For, and and the first thing you think of is peeled grapes in a bag. Peeled grapes in a bag. Okay. They feel like eyeballs. <laughs> Halloween trick. There you go. Thank Everybody's you. got something for Halloween now. You're or, so original. Yes. Wait, who let Steve out? <laughs> He's so weird. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so food and wine. I love food and wine, so I can't wait to go. So, when are you, you know going to go? That's so going. funny that you said that because Mandy actually wrote up this mouse chat drinking drinking game. And uh-huh. one of the things was when Steve uh-huh. mentions food and wine, take a drink. Well, uh-oh. I should post that on the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I'll do that later. It's it's the mouse chat drinking game. Okay, so all of you know Mandy. You've probably seen her on Facebook recently. She's been doing some fun videos on Facebook Live. But Mandy, one of the th- Mandy, who's Mandy? You know Mandy, oh, awesome oh, Mandy. Mandy, our, oh, our Twitter yeah. girl. She works at Disney, and she's our darling friend. Anyway, so Mandy was bored one day. And um, she made up this mouse chat drinking game, and she sent it to me. And so the game goes like this: so you take a sip, sip. Whenever I make fun of Steve or vice versa, whenever alcohol and Lauren gets mentioned within the same breath, (laughs) whenever Sharpie or Lisa make a pun, whenever anyone, I know, whenever anyone mentions their kids, 
Whenever Sharpie and Animal Kingdom get mentioned the same breath, whenever specific clients or listeners get a shout out. Okay, now this is a tough one. Whenever anyone goes on a tangent. Oh boy. Oh my when, God, they're going to be drunk before we even get through the first 10 minutes worse. of the show. It gets, well, you know what? She's only 24. She knows how to play, make up a drinking game. <laughs> whenever anyone besides Lauren mentions opening DVC, whenever Lisa says Steve is doing a finger roll, or whenever I mention cats or a cat in general. Now, it gets worse because you take a shot whenever Steve and his shorty robe gets brought up, whenever Sharpie and Lisa have a pun off, or whenever Steve is, yes, whenever Steve is missing from the show because he is out of town. Out of the country. Yes. You also take a shot when the show topic is food, when Steve tells his newspaper boy story. <laughs> whenever anyone yeah. mentions flower and garden or food and wine. Oh, oh my God. Hey, that's part of the job, though. I know, that's true. Whenever the show topic is a listener question and answer, my personal favorite. Whenever Lauren has more than the allotted number of things on a top, whatever show. Oh, there we go. <laughs> There's where they get drunk. Now, now I have to say this next one. I, I never intentionally do it. It just comes out of my mouth the wrong way. I know I'm probably mm. the biggest uh, violator of this. But whenever someone does, makes a euphemism or says something dirty. Or, and the last one is whenever Steve is referred to as old man Griswold. Okay, so, so that seems to be catching thing. on. Can I listen? This is my one thought on this drinking game. I think this is a great idea. And here's why. Because if the listeners play this game and actually do it and drink, we are going to sound so much better to them. That's true. We're going to look better too. We're going to be like, <laughs> we're going to be like rock stars <laughs> and everybody's going to want to listen to the show. So I think that this, this game should catch on. Do you know what? Instead of beer goggles, it's like ear goggles. <laughs> Mouse ear goggles. That was for Sharpie, by the way. That was kind of a pun, He'd right? like that. I mm. think so, yeah. Yeah, and of course, Sharpie's at Hilton Head Island. Yeah, so, so we didn't we didn't get rid himself. of him. And, and, and it, it, he hasn't, like, totally worn out Absolutely. because of all the kids. But He said way too many puns on the last show, so we sent him to Hilton Head. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he's benched, is what it is, for a while. We want him to think about what he's done. So hopefully he'll come back more remorseful. I'm hoping that I get benched soon and I get to go to Hilton Head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If that's where we go when we get benched, sign me up. I'm in, right? I'll I'll put the uh, I'll put this up on the Mouse Chat Facebook page. In and a let's couple see of how days. many people get drunk. I know. Wait, can I start playing now? Exactly. <laughs> Lauren, you've been playing ever since we started. Do you, do you know what? I, we I, have I, to stop because I've never personally seen Lauren have more than two. Maybe in Jamaica because it was free. But Jamaica I feel like I had at least three. Okay, yeah. I might have had seven or eight that one day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like generally speaking, you're two glasses of wine and you're done. I am. So I, I think that, you know, I think we tease you, but it's probably not entirely justified. I have to add something to this drinking game. And it's it's only it's only when we can play in a restaurant. But whenever Lisa asks if there's alcohol in the tiramisu, everyone has to take a drink. Because Ooh, I like Lisa, that. Lisa loves tiramisu and she could never get it without alcohol. And whenever it's on the menu, I'm like, she's going to ask. <laughs> and she always Wait. does. I have a really good idea. Wait, wait, wait. I, think- I need to point out finger roll. Sorry. Oh, is he finger rolling? Seriously? Yeah. And doodling. 
Yes. Oh, God. Oh, geez. That's a oh, Lauren, sorry. Go so, ahead. No, I just want to say, I think that we should play this game at the mouse chat meetup in December. But now she knows about the tiramisu. She's going to ask anyway. She's going to ask anyway. She can't resist. because she No, really she wants the tiramisu. Resist. Just give her some tiramisu, for God's <laughs> sake. Why do you have to? You know what? I'm just going to make my own. I'm just going to make it. I'm going to bring it, and you guys are all going to eat it, and you're going to like it. Probably. I probably would like it. I don't see you <laughs> turning down dessert. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chance at hell I'm turning down dessert. How's that going to happen? I don't know. All right. Now she's going to be self-conscious. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I'm next, and I'm going to go with Extra Morning Magic at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And so Disney's got this, this gig set up over at Hollywood Studios where you can get in early before the park opens. Normal park hours start at 9 a.m. This is going to allow you admission, admittance, excuse me, into the park at 7.45 a.m. So you get an extra hour and 15 minutes. The uh, cost of this ticket, it's a ticketed event. It is limited admission, but the cost for an adult is $69 and a child is going, going to cost $59. A child is defined by Disney as age three to nine. So you get in that hour and 15 minutes early. You have rides that you can do. There are uh, Mickey and Minnie photo ops that you can do, the character meet and greets. And it it also includes a breakfast. And it's a, a buffet, all-you-can-eat type breakfast. This is held over at the ABC Commissary. And it's it's a very typical uh Standard buffet. It's got your eggs and bacon and sausage. You have some cheesy potatoes. They throw in a frittata. Frittata. That's a fun word. Um, it is spinach and mushroom. They also have puffed French toast. They have an array of pastries and muffins, and they have the butters and the jellies to go with that. They offer fresh fruit and berries. And then you have an assortment of juices, coffee, milk, and tea. They've got chocolate milk, too. So for your $69, you get your breakfast and you get an extra hour and, a, and some change in the park. What do you guys think of this? I think it's just like the Magic Kingdom one. Mm, sounds pretty familiar. Mm -hmm. And I think in an hour and 15 minutes, by the time you get in and you eat, you have 10 minutes to ride some rides. Well, the nice thing is the park does open at 9. So, and it's not like it's going to get slammed right away at nine o'clock. Um, this, this admission that you have is good from, or breakfast, the, um, the breakfast that you're allowed is, is good from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. So oh, it is then available. I would ride rides and then do it. Right. Yeah. Your best bet is to ride rides actually up until like quarter to 10, if you ask me. And, uh, and then go fill up a plate at the ABC commissary with everything yeah. that you can eat. But they they have, I don't think they have all the rides open. They've got uh, Toy Story Midway Mania. They do have the Star Tours attraction open. So they've got some of the bigger rides. And they say your line, uh, your wait in line may be shorter. So they're not even promising real good things. I just... I can't. Oh, it's going to be shorter. It's going There's to be no shorter. Doubt. Nobody's right. paying for this. That's well, true, too. It's you and four other people. That's it. 
yeah. that are going to pay for this. Nobody's going to pay for this. Yeah, you're right. Well, and here's the thing for the one in the magic kingdom, they've been giving those tickets away. Like right. people have been reporting that they check in at their resort and they're like, hi, have a magical day. Here's four tickets. So you have to wonder yeah. how successful these have been. But why are we adding it now in Hollywood studios? If that's the case, that doesn't make sense. Like to exactly. me, you know, and here's the thing now, magic kingdom versus Hollywood studios. I could see where Hollywood studios during the busy time of year, like coming up the, the fall months, maybe more, you know, or even during star Wars weekends would be worth it because you get in a little early. Um, you know, and you can maybe get first in line for Jedi training and things like that. But I can't really see the benefit to it. I don't know. I don't see it. I think you could have a, a really good hour to two hours doing this, but it is a lot of money. Okay, let me let me think for a second. So if you did any other kind of breakfast, you'd be paying for an adult probably $25 without characters for a buffet type thing. Uh, kids, you'd probably be paying around 17 you take that off is it worth that additional money to go in for the hour to two hours of of low park time now if they did that and did like a star wars theme i bet you that would sell anything with a star wars theme is gonna I sell know. yeah like meet and greets with the characters you know get on the star wars ride first thing in the morning and maybe to throw in toy story or something but like something like that with a star wars themed breakfast I think that would sell like hotcakes. Does that count as a pun? <laughs> yes. I didn't even mean it. Yeah, they have French toast, not pancakes. Disney, make it a Star Wars breakfast. But what are they going to do to make it a Star Wars breakfast? Have the characters. Rotate in different characters. Do Chewbacca, do Kylo Ren, you know, throw in some sand people. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Sam people they're like the Chip and Dale of the Star Wars Do you, have you not you haven't seen the movies yet have you right uh, you just saw I've a few seen four of them they, should, oh. they need to like throw in some Jawas just like Chip and Dale everywhere yes. just throw some Jawas in at yeah, everything yeah, they've got the stormtroopers everywhere you can do a campfire with, with Jabba the Hutt I mean there's things you can do here people <laughs> Kylo Ren yes. make it, makes you an omelet to order <laughs> <laughs> wow Serves you your eggs. Mm -hmm. That would actually be awesome. I love Kylo Ren. Have a little sand person like climb out from under the table and scare you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what? He wouldn't even have to crack the eggs. He could just use his mind. Exactly. He could ah. do that. I like it. All right. But so because Kylo Ren has anger issues, you'd always have eggshells in your omelet. Yeah. That's a valid point. Very true. All right. Who's up next? I would like to go what? and talk about. Oh, I'm sorry, Steve. Did I interrupt your scintillating news story? Mine go right is ahead. Good. Mine's the best one. I know. Don't let me back off here. Go ahead. Well, at first I thought this was a rumor and I couldn't believe it was true. And then finally it became true. So, Tower of Terror at Disneyland in California is now going to be rethemed the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Mission Breakout. So. They're going to take Tower of Terror, and it's going to be done in 2017, so it's going to be pretty quick. Um, it sounds, I think it's just a refacing. Yeah. So I don't believe anything is quick with Disney. I know. <laughs> My only thing on this, 
Well, I haven't seen Guardian of the Galaxies any the movie, so I know it was very popular. So I'm not up on, and I'm sure the kids, the teens, uh, and everybody loves that movie. I just don't like when Disney, instead of like building an attraction from the ground up or a land or something that's, you know, the whole ride system and everything's built around it and designed for it. I'm not a real fan when they take an existing attraction that they spend like a ton of Frozen? money on. Yeah, I don't. And I haven't seen that read the uh, rework on that one yet either. But they're very, you know, it's it's like Journey into the Imagination. They spend a ton of money on the original ride at Epcot. They come up with the theme, the whole deal. And then, you know, years later, they have a very small budget and they want to redo it. And then they kind of mess it up because they have to work with so many restrictions and such a limited budget. Yeah, I'm with you on this one, Steve. So basically it's going to be, well, we all know it's the elevator. So it's going to do the same, you know, randomized elevator up and down, you know, with maybe a new lighting effect or or a new, some new sounds. So that's the ride. So the ride's not going to change at all. So they're going to change the pre-show and the queue uh, and the kind of facade of the hotel. So, and and I'm, I don't know, Disney will do a good job, but I, I hate when they, they're kind of it's, restricted. It's such a classic ride. Yeah. You know, I don't, it makes me sad when they do this stuff. It's, um, it is sad. And they always do a great job with it. They really do. But it does make me sad. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. Tower well, of Terror. How do you just redo Tower of Terror? It's been there forever. So, and I assume they're only doing, I don't know if the, because of the Marvel copyright thing that they can't do it at World or if that doesn't affect that's them. That's got to be it because that's, they can't, they can't even take a monorail that's been covered with like Marvel themes. They can't even use that on the Epcot track because it will go into the park. So it makes sense that they, they can't do anything in the parks. So yeah. it looks like it's, you know, and, and in California, they don't have that restriction. Right. Um, so because of the Universal Studios in Florida is, is the problem with the contract. But um, so it looks so I would assume the one at Disney World is OK. And the one at Disney World is the one that has the longer ride anyways, which I think is better because it actually comes out of the track, goes across the room, then goes into another track and then does the up and down piece. So there's some extra bits to the ride. And then they cut that out of the Disneyland and Disneyland Paris one to save money. Um, so those just do the elevator up and down piece. Anyway, we'll look for that next year and I'm sure it'll be nice, but I, I like when they build it from the ground up and it's meant to be that attraction. Yeah. I don't know why they would think, I, I don't know if it's that they thought Tower of Terror could be better and it wasn't good enough or if they really wanted to get on board with Guardians. I think they really wanted to get on board with Guardians. Because Tower of Terror is one of their most popular rides. Well, it's a yeah. cheap it's a cheap out, obviously, for Disney, right? You've already got the you've already built it, you've already spent all the time and money coming up with the ride and it's and it's right there, and then you just reface it, you put some artifacts in the queue, you redo the movie in the room, you redo the knickknacks in the room, and then the rest of it pretty much stays the same. There's not a, it's not a lot of cost. And then everybody comes to the park to see the new ride. They could, they do it with frozen. 
Yeah. And they go to see the new ride at uh in Norway. So and and it's the same thing with and I guess it's the same thing with Soren, you know, they replace the movie finally and then everybody wants to go see the new movie. And the yeah. the whole but that's different. There. Like here's what I wish they would have done with Soaring. Left Soaring over California in Disneyland. Me too. I felt that way. Yeah. You know, like change the rest of them if you want to. Um, but I think the original should have stayed with California. I agree. And I felt like that when I saw it the other day, I thought, you know, this is fantastic and I really love it, <clears throat> but I'm, I'm definitely going to miss the original. Yeah. And I don't normally feel that way. I'm not normally one of those people who, you know, really need things to say the same. Mm-hmm. I am. Well, some things I am, but not everything. So anyway. But at least we could have gone then, like it would have given you like that was something special. You could go back to California and see the original soaring over California, you know. You can go back there and see Mr. Toads. And I do every time, right, Lisa? Yes. (laughs) Yes. You know what I love about Mr. Toad? I like it when it's cold out and you go through the hot room. That's the best part. Okay. That's... When you're in hell. I, I oh know. Yes. That's, that's just an part. interesting. Just like I'm in hell the whole time I'm on the ride. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say the best part of the ride was when you exit the ride, but. Oh, no, I enjoy Mr. Toad. No, Why would you enjoy Mr. Mr. Toad? Toad. I don't know. It's, it's fine once every five years. I don't need it more than that. But She's done it more than that in the last five years. I have. <laughs> oh, you know what, Lauren? I will go on it anytime I'm there with you, anytime you want. Thank you. You're a good friend. You're hey, welcome. I do oh. it. I just don't like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. Yes. You're up. Okay. So you might recall last year that Sharpie went to Club Villain and he loved it. And we talked about it. We wondered if it was going to come back. Well, it has. And it's starting on September 2nd and it will go through October 29th. And then again on the 31st and from the 2nd through the 29th, it's only on Friday and Saturday nights. Admission is $129 regardless of your age. And it will have, um, of course it will have, you know, it's basically a dance and dine event is what they're calling it. And there will be all kinds of, um, things to eat, like a strip loin, uh, wings, and shrimp and grits, you know, the usual kind of dinners that are sort of like Louisiana inspired, as well as um, dining. And then, of course, meeting all the characters. Very good. 129 bucks. I'd go. Yeah, Sharpie said it was definitely worth it when he went last year. He loved it. Mm-hmm. Chris, what are the dates again? Uh, starting September 2nd and going through... Uh, October 29th, which are just Fridays and Saturdays. And then again uh, on the 31st, we, it won't be going so on when we're there. That's what I was going to ask you. Cause that's something we could have done. Yeah. I might've cheaped out on that. I don't know. It's a lot of money, $129. It's six 30 to eight 30. Mm. So you've got to get a lot in. You've got to be able to eat and dance and meet your villains. It's a lot. Hmm. I don't know. I, I I hate to be so sour about these things, you know, like mine with the extra morning magic and, and the villain thing. It just to spend that much money on that little time. Yeah. Um, I'm but, right there with you, but people do it all the time for concerts and then some, 
Well, here's the thing. When you buy a five-day park hopper, let's just say that, and you spend $360 for that or $375, whatever it is, and um, you you have so much to do with that ticket. Why would you do anything extra? You can't do everything with that five-day park hopper. You can't see everything. There's so much value to that. And there's so Mm -hmm. many things already like Cirque du Soleil and other things that people never take advantage of because there's so much to do already, like you said, with your, with all the four parks and the water parks and all the rides. There's just so much to do when, and you're there for five, seven days, probably at the most and your hotel. I mean, there's just so much. And you've already invested in the park ticket. Yeah. That's, that's why it's, it's kind of hard to do all the extras. So I think a lot of these maybe locals go to or people that are diehard Disney fans or food and wine fans or flower and garden or whatever that, you know, they they come down year after year and they want to do a unique, something different behind the scenes type of experiences. So. Yeah, but we'll still keep doing them because we have to report on them. And it's not that they're bad events. It's the money factor. I, yeah. I think there's a value that isn't there. Um, it's, it's, again, fantastic events, wonderful activities, good food. The, the villains, come on. That's awesome. Uh, but it's, it's steep. It's just steep. Mm-hmm. All right. Does anyone have anything else to add? Okay. Well, I'm going to wrap up the show. I would like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. Please send your comments and questions to us at comments at mousechat.net. If you enjoy listening to the shows, you can get more of the shows over at iTunes and also at mousechat.net. And thank you so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.